Okay, Jamie and Nazmul here, Outsource to Profits. I'm here at uh, our business partner's home. As you can see, he's a huge guitar player. And we're about to approach 2024. Nazmul, you had a question that I think a lot of founders and CEOs are asking themselves, and I've got a specific thing or a checklist I think that founders should go through. Absolutely. This is what happens every year. At the beginning of every year, People are like, what the heck happened this year? I had so many plans at the beginning of the year. I had like five goals. I'm not even close to meeting like two of them. What happened? What just happened, right? And I have seen people asking this to themselves often when economy is not that good. Right now, that's exactly where we are. The economy is not getting better. Obviously, we can hope for it. Like, hey, let's hope for 2024. Things are going to get better. Hope doesn't cut it, right? We need a strategy. We need the right plan so that we need to we can execute exactly what we need to execute so that things get done, so that things keep moving forward and we get more clients. Jamie, let's talk about it. What can be one or two strategies that founders can start implementing at the beginning of 2024 so that when December 2024 comes in, they're like, you know what? This year, I could stick with my plan. What are your thoughts? If I'm a founder, I'm betting that 2024 and 2025 are going to be pull-throughs of a very tough economy. And so as a founder, there's things I can control and there are things that I can influence. And a lot of us founders, and I am the most guilty of this as a revenue-generating type founder, we focus on we need more customers, we need more leads, we need more revenue. Unfortunately, that's something that you influence by developing a strong marketing presence, outbound sales, channel partnerships. But what you can control are your costs. And so if I were to give advice to a founder, there's a concept in our book, uh, Outsource to Profits, we talk about a concept called ZBB, zero-based budgeting. And this is not a new concept. This has been talked about in accounting circles for years. But it's amazing how many times I have conversations with founders and they ask, what is zero-based budgeting? How does it work? Essentially, if you're writing your business plan right now for 2024, you take your P&L ledger, you take the list of expenses, like the categories, and you take that spreadsheet and you zero it out. So instead of carrying forward a cost, whether that's a cost of your office, cost of software, cost of human beings... Instead of just pulling it over and then up or down 10%, you actually remove that cost mentally and yourself and your business partners now have to do a case study defense as to number one, why would we even have this expense if we had to do over all over again? Would we even have any expense there? And if so, let's reimagine what that expense could look like. Knowing what we know now, do we actually need to have that person work full-time? Could they be part-time? Does that person actually, as an example, need to work in our local office or can they work abroad? And the more objective you are with this, uh, when you look at it from the lens of a financial analyst who's impartial to the relationships and that you have in your, uh, you know, the, the subjective love you have of things in your office, then all of a sudden you start to say to yourself, you know what? It is going to be a tough year. What I can control are my costs. If I'm being honest with myself, there's some costs. 
that I might need to change. So that's where I would start. And in fact, you know, I'm here. Uh, we did a founder summit here. There were 25, 30 founders in the room, and we had this very same conversation. And many of them have costs and bloat and rot in their business that just happen over the course of a year. You end up with redundant software and two people doing the same job, and it just happens. So it's time to kind of clean that, start fresh. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is that, look, there are a lot of things is, is about that are about mindset, right? There are a lot of things like that. One of them, I would say, is taking decisions fast. Let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. In terms of offshoring, maybe there are people or founders who have, who have been thinking about offshoring for a very long time. They just never took the decision. So my urge to all those founders, guys, you know what? It's been a while. You've thought about it for a long time. Take the leap of faith with Get Leverage and you can actually do it. There were a few things that maybe you were very concerned about. Like, hey, I have no idea who these people are. Who do I keep accountable? Like nobody in my country lives. Like I don't have anybody that I can go and say, hey, what just happened, right? With us, you have that. The person's name is Jamie Shag. So let's not worry too much. Take the leap of faith. Work with us for a month or three months and see how it goes. If you still have doubts, like, hey, do we do it or not? Go check out the testimonials that we have. See how we are changing the lives of founders. See how we are uh, decreasing the stress the founders have been uh, have had for a very long time. So take the leap of faith. Start executing. Let us help you start executing from January 1st. Let's not overthink. Let's get started. And we're here to help you. Well, and I'll tell, I'll wrap this up by telling a story. So yesterday we're at, we had a founder series or summit here. And one of the founders, we asked founders to stand up and tell their story, good, bad, or ugly. And some had good, some had bad, some had ugly stories. But one founder said, uh, who owns quite a large business, they had this project. And this project was a data analyst project. And so as a, they gave the project originally to their onshore team. They had said, hey, uh, you specific teammates, I want you to do this project. They couldn't do it. So next step. They then put it out to anyone in the company. Can you please help us? We need to do this data analysis. Can everybody? Can somebody chip in and do it? No one volunteered. Then they put a bonus on it. They threw it out there and said, like, I'll pay you more just to do this in overtime. No one took it. So in their frustration, they were told about a website called Upwork. They were like, okay, I'm just going to try. In 12 hours, the spreadsheet was done while they were sleeping. And when they woke up, it had formulaic like macros in it that they had never even considered. And so it, the founder was telling the story that it completely unlocked his mind that there are projects, tasks, initiatives that sit on shelves in their office that never get touched because no one wants to do it. No one can do it. No one's willing to admit they can't do it. So anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. Look, again, at the end of the day, it's all about taking fast decisions. And that's what I've been after. Like 2024, I really want, I really personally want to take decisions faster. 
see if this works out or not. If it doesn't, I'll just move on, right? Rather than just keep worrying about things. And I'm, I'm not talking about offshoring. I'm talking about myself and my team testing out different things and then see if it works or not instead of just worrying about it. If you're listening to us uh, on, on YouTube, if you can see us, please subscribe and hit that like button. We'd really appreciate that. Or if you're interested to listening to our podcast even uh, for the future uh, episodes on any other platform, do subscribe. Until next time, thanks, Jay. Thanks a lot.